Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Resistance is a funny thing. The ego is masterful at convincing us that we need to keep doing the same thing to get a different result. Insanity, right? But why do we keep reinforcing our stuckness when we realize we're stuck? Why do we resist trying something new, feigning that we don't know of or see any other options in our periphery? I think most of us wish for a certain outcome or certain outcomes because we believe that if we experience those particular outcomes, we're going to be happier. Not the case. I've spoken before about the hallways in life. We've all been there during transition times. We find that part of our life, a, a phase of our life that's about to end or is ending, and we stay facing the same way, staring at the door that has just been shut. We might step away from the door and then lean against the wall in the hallway, but we stay there. And we bang our heads over and over and over again on the wall, hoping to re-enter what is familiar. Hoping to open another door that is really close to the one that just closed. Change is a fickle thing. And we can't do a damn thing to prevent it from happening. But one thing I know for sure is that changes that happen are all necessary, even if our minds can't justify them or understand them or understand why they happen. Why do we bang our heads against the wall, hoping it will turn into a door? Why do we try to force ourselves to try and receive what doesn't belong to us and what doesn't yet belong to us? Why do we force ourselves to travel a path that either we're not ready to travel or that isn't meant for us to travel on at all? ego. It's all ego. The ego really is our advocate. It, it really tries to do the best job it can to, to protect us, but it is so conservative and scared that it ends up being to our detriment. It's hard to let go of things and people that we so badly wanted to be ours, isn't it? Truth is that things and people that we wish to be ours, they can be. They just won't be good for us. So you see, banging your head against the door only reinforces frustration with what you wish was but isn't anymore. At some point, we have to allow our dreams to die because they weren't ours in the first place. They weren't meant to last. They weren't big enough. They weren't vast enough. They aren't right for us. We have to grieve what we wished was ours and open ourselves up to what was what is truly ours. And the other thing I know is that what is meant for us, good, bad, and ugly, has been specifically designed to fit into our lives somewhere, even if it breaks us wide open. That's the weird thing about life, too. 
We have to learn to accept times when our world shatters and it shatters in the way that we know it so that we can rise up in greater resonance with the world that is meant for us. It's really messed up, but it's how it works. Nothing is meant to stay the same. No matter how much we keep trying to press the lid down on it and close it for safekeeping. That's why trends pass each decade. They have a beginning and an ending, and new things are always coming. The closest thing to being in our right state is to detach from everything and go with what shows up from moment to moment. But how many people really do that? How many people can really truly detach from anyone and anything and live life completely unattached and present to everything? It takes practice. It takes looking deeply at what attaches us to things and people in the first place. Most of us don't even know how to look at it, let alone how to figure it out. How do we find out why we are truly attached to something or someone? It's simple. We notice how we feel about it when we think about if it were to be removed from our life. That's it. That's all you need to do. If you were to imagine that it was plucked from your life, how would you feel? If you feel fear, worry, grief, or anything other than completely okay and neutral, then you're attached. The goal is to be completely okay with everything being ripped away from you. Everything. Down to the nuts and bolts. And then you're unattached. Look, don't get me wrong. It's not bad to be attached. We do it as humans. You know? That's why it hurts so much when someone dies that we love, when we lose a pet, because that love is so pure. We're attached. We humans do this all the time, but it's limiting. It causes pain and hurts our hearts. We grieve when we're attached to things, and grief hurts. So if you're somebody who bangs your head against the wall in one of your transition hallways, I want you to take some time to slide down that wall, sit on your butt, and think about why you hinged your happiness on that person or that thing. Most likely, you'll find that you were searching for something outside of yourself that you needed to create within yourself. Think about it this way. If you're thirsty and can drink some water immediately, you immediately eliminate the need to quench your thirst. However, if you can't get water, you're going to spend every moment thinking of it. Then you become thirstier and thirstier. Your mouth starts to dry up and you try to savor every moment of uh, saliva that you can so that you don't become thirstier. And eventually you become desperate to quench your thirst in whatever way you can, a way that isn't easy fulfilling, or satisfying. Go bang your head against the wall if you want. The only thing you're going to do is injure yourself in the process. Doors in our lives are meant to show up on time and open on time. And when they're meant to, and while 
we contribute to them showing up. The doors that are supposed to be for us, they'll open easily. They'll show up easily, even if we've put a ton of hard work to land in front of it in the first place. Look at what you're attached to and why. Remember that any attachment means that you've tied your happiness to something outside of yourself. And here's the truth. You'll be taught letting go every time when you attach yourself to something. There's a difference between connection and attachment. As soon as you reach to a point where you will suffer if something is taken away from you, divine intervention will happen to break you out of that attachment. The root of suffering is attachment. An attachment would want you, would want to make you control things that you can't, hence your suffering. Let go and accept what it is. Have faith in what will be and that it will be good for you. When you become detached, whatever happens, whatever someone does, says, thinks, feels about you or anything, it, it represents nothing, right? Except for where they are in their life. It doesn't affect you in the slightest when you're detached because you know who you are and you know how the universe works. That as long as you're good with who you are and you're at peace with who you are, you feel no need to be attached to anyone or anything. The universe always works in your favor, so just let it do what it does. Stop fighting truths, stop resisting what is outdated, outgrown, and let go of what or who doesn't serve you anymore. You know when you've um, when their stay is overdue. Then step back from the closed door. Thank you for closing because it means that you're ready for something else, something more, something better for you, and something that will take you to a place that you couldn't possibly imagine that's wilder than your wildest dreams. Trust closed doors, okay? Revere them. Thank them for closing, then turn around and walk away from them. Open yourself up to new direction and a better, easier road ahead. But learn why the door closed and rein in your attachment to anything in the future. Your happiness depends and hinges on your detachment. I hope you enjoyed today's topic I wish you, as always, a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always, always, always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.